fix your favorite relaxer, block out an hour of your time, meditate, and listen to Metal Nerdery, and experience the hell that awaits. This is Metal Nerdery. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, they are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast. And search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is Obvious Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? Amen. Ready, break. That's when I was almost waiting for you to like start in. It's like creeping with like the hell away. It's like the, the weird, creepy intro part. It's like, anyway, let's properly introduce. Hi, welcome to Metal Nerdery. It's 8.30 in the morning. We've been drinking all night long <laughs> and um, we're pretty sufficiently wasted and lubed up. We just had a good little non-related Metal nerd. It was tangentially related Metal Nerdery offline podcast which will be part of the bootleg Impossible to Recover series that we'll be doing later <laughs> this summer. Impossible to Recover. Um, Adam is still out on the Pasta of Souls, um, creator-owned pasta. He's doing uh, backline tour support for Millie. Um, Millie's actually really successful now. He's moved out beyond the salad bar at the Red Lobster. He's actually playing like the lobby now. Wow. So he's, he's got like, he's doing, uh, he's doing that. He's been doing a lot of Carabas locations and <laughs> macaroni grills and Chipotle. Yeah. He's been doing Chipotle. Let's I mean, it's, see. it's weird pasta tacos, but it's a thing, man. I, I think it's coming coming out a couple of years, but he seems excited. But anyway, so Adam's been, been driving him on the, the pasta all around the world tour and the pasta of souls, North America tour. That's a big part. <laughs> And the uh, Extreme Linguini, which is the South American tour, that's he'll be he'll be driving for that next. But Jesus. but we're not <laughs> Pasta of Souls. Yeah, it's, it's it's the name of my tour, Eric. Hi, hey guys, this is Millie. Uh, yeah, uh, Pasta of Souls, and then Extreme Linguini is like the new tour, and it's gonna be a really good one. But anyway, I I gotta go back upstairs. The sauce is almost done. Thanks, Millie. Thanks for stopping in. Anyway, today we are talking about. Fucking Slayer, which we all fucking love here at Metal Nerdery HQ, including our illustrious co-host, this guest co-host this this episode, Mr. Aaron Mixon. Mr. Mixon. Thank hello, you for hello. joining. Thank you. Slayer joining. fan. True Slayer fan, yes. And he is part of the Metal Nerdery Friends and Family Syndicate, so he can speak to metal just as much as we are and as we can. And today we are talking about Slayer's second album. Hell Awaits, which is fucking amazing. This is the precursor to Rain and Blood, by the way, for those who are not exactly familiar with the timeline. Um, but it's great, delicious, dark, and evil Slayer. What a difference between the two, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, production style. I mean, the Rain and Blood production Even. quality was way better. But the darkness between... I think this kind of got that sophomore boost like we were talking about before with Metallica. Mm. Like, not to even say that kill them all. What the hell was that? What was that? Oh, damn. <laughs> Backshadowing? Backshadowing. 
That was kind of freaky. Yeah, what was that? I have no idea. But something about Hello 8s, it was kind of like that sophomore jump like Metallica had going from Kill em All to Ride the Lightning. Like there was a, a sharp jump because Show No Mercy was financed by the band. They paid for right. it. Right, yeah. So they did it DIY. They did it themselves. But Hello 8s was the first one where they actually had a budget. And you know what's there's a um, we'll get into it in a minute before we get into the songs. There's a, a link here that actually shows some little fun factoids about Hello Waits. I did not know this, but apparently the band thought that Hello Waits had a better mix than God Hates Us All. Wow, that is crazy. That's fucking crazy. Because to me, I thought part of the thing about Slayer, like I don't know if you guys ever heard this crazy story about the Exorcist, but apparently one of the things years ago they did for the Exorcist to make it more interesting, or not interesting, but to make it more creepy or to make it kind of eviler. give like a eviler, basically to make it eviler, eviler, hashtag eviler, but to make it more eviler, they recorded the sound of like angry, like a swarm of bees, like just angry hornets or whatever buzzing. And they would play that in the background of the rest of the soundtrack to kind of give it that sort of angsty, weird, nervous. Yeah. Mm. And it's almost like that kind of had that same feel to it yeah weird angsty i read somewhere that that dave was just happy because he didn't have to do his symbols separately yeah. <laughs> that was so dumb <laughs> i remember we talked about that on our metal masker episode you know the the metal masker one uh-huh. i think we were talking about or no, no it was the it was the first four it of the big four no it was it was our first four of the big oh, okay. four episode yep. that we did yep. and we were talking about show no mercy and how yeah, I like how Dave had to do the symbols separately because it was like, oh, it's cool, it's fancy, you got to isolate it, dude. It's like, no, that's probably totally unnecessary because nobody plays drums like that except Rick Allen. <clears throat> anyway, so, <laughs> yeah. But thank you, drum solo and hysteria. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, we're talking about the hell weights. <laughs> that was shitty. I'm not being shitty. That dude could play drums like way better than I could. Yeah, overcome, adapt constantly. He has done it. But we were talking about the Hello Waits. Uh, it was released in March of 85, and it was recorded between September and October of 84 at El Dorado Recording Studios in L.A. Uh, it's 37.11 in length and width. Oh. Hello. Um, we found some cool, fun little factoids here. We actually found Hello Waits backwards, which is basically from right before the vocals start all the way back to the beginning and there's a secret message that is in that bill would you care to play the secret hello eights backwards message yes join us join us join us but yeah there's a there's a link you you can it would be awesome i guess this is Slayer Hello Eights backwards. This is a secret message toward the end. Listen to it. But this is the whole thing. It's still set. No, it's just like the beginning part. Sure. Three yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's the one. It's the whole song. No, it's not the whole song. It's it's half of it's cut off. Oh. But it still sounds fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does that not sound fucking badass? It sounds like, great. It's like somebody in the club doing it. <laughs> in the record. Yo, DJ Arai oh. on the mix, yo. Oh. What's up? 
Uh, Slayer, Saint, uh, uh. All right, that's enough. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there are hidden messages in the last minute. That's the message we're given here. There should be a band record this album backwards. Backwards? The whole album? Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be difficult. All right, skip. Sound familiar? We are joining. Joining us. I just thought that was cool. Actually, last night I was listening to that. And then like right after that finished, I went into Hello Waits like from the beginning. So it was like it ended that way and then it went into it normally. Nice. Yeah, it was it was quite interesting. Not Groovy. a not a bad song on this whole not album. At not all. One. No. Didn't y'all think though, like I had a like I love Slayer and Slayer always we talked about this before how they've always had that certain there's a very specific feel and image that Slayer has especially those first like Show No Mercy and Hell Awaits and even like Haunting the Chapel I had that darker creepier like the undead and Satan and hell like that imagery like they were masters of that shit for sure and that was like the pinnacle this like, was the big yeah yeah th- I mean that was the pinnacle for me even before Rain and Blood because something about hell awaits just had that extra creepy factor I can't explain it but there's something about Slayer that those first two albums it's like it had a different like a really well, darker all, feel it, it was cool darker, yeah but it was like in a way that I can't because like well, Rain I mean, of Blood it, and South of Heaven are awesome and they're dark, but they're not dark like that. Yeah, well, the all of the all the tracks, you know, you know the words and the music are, right. are darker. Right, but I mean, like Rain of Blood and South of Heaven, we know those are darker, and those got more into like modern day stuff, like plagues and warfare and stuff like that. But something about those first two with Show No Mercy and Hell Awaits, it just had that. It, it's the eviler. That's basically the only way you can say it. It yeah. was just they were eviler. And this one more so than short than uh, Show No Mercy. Yeah, yeah, because this this to me was like a this this was as big of a jump as Cowboys to Vulgar. I mean, it was that big of a fucking leap yeah. from because Show No Mercy was good, the songs were good, but I the production like was. One. I always like that one better than this one. I like the feel of that one a little more. Yeah, because it's got that. The weirder... songs seem to be a little more structured, you know, to me. But I mean, that being said, the. These are all fucking badass songs. They are. And the thing about Hell Awaits is it was one of the, I think it's the most progressive it album is. that yeah. Slayer's done. Right. Because there's a lot of spots in there. Sorry, that was a off mic beer burp. But there's a lot of spots on that album where it gets kind of progressive and solo-y and stuff like that. Which is ironic because they really never did that again after this. Yeah. But they still kind of kept that they were able to kind of move in and out of things. Like they could still have like, you know, angel of death, rain and blood could be four minutes long, but it's got like chock full of 8 million riffs. So it's still kind of got that progressive edge, but yeah. it's like, it's not hell awaits progressive. But right. the, one of the creepiest things about hell awaits was the intro. And I know we, as we just proved to you, we played it backwards, but it, it says join us. But for the longest time, I thought it was saying slay God. And I'm like, that's fucking ballsy. And this was 1985 America when this shit came out. And that was probably not a time when you would say Slay God as the intro to an album. But that's what I thought they were saying, which sounds infinitely more fucking evil than Join Us backwards. It does sound like that forward. I know. It does sound like Slay God. But when you say that, it's like, holy fuck. But 
Oh, we got a uh, we got a link here from thrashmetaliq.com. Uh, some interesting fun factoids about Hello Waits, which uh, cool site too. I'm actually kind of might want to see if they got some interesting stuff for future possible dives. Everything you wanted to know about Hello Waits, but we're afraid to ask. This is kind of a cool cool site, but they had some uh, some interesting little factoids about Hello Waits that I thought was interesting. We'll put this out on the it'll be on the web page. Uh, metalnerdery.com slash episodes mixed in one night huh is it me or does it seem like all those magical kick-ass records just went fast like that yeah like the yeah. first sabbath kill them all yeah. show no mercy it's like they were all done boom 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 it wasn't like oh we gotta stay in the studio for like five more months to get like eq levels and then we gotta do mixing for like a year and then we gotta rewrite the whole album it's like don't fucking do that just yeah. fucking go bang it out no, when magic happens, magic happens. Yeah, that's right. The, ne- <laughs> the next one, we're going to take this opportunity because we'll never have it again <laughs> to roast the ever living fuck out of Kerry King. Not really roast him, but in a way. And I want to preempt this by saying we all used to have hair here at this table. <laughs> <laughs> Even those of us who have guest hosted, some of us still, some of those people still have their hair, but for the most part, all of us are now bald. So we've lost our hair. <laughs> and as a man, I must say, I really kind of sometimes miss my hair, but you know what? I actually thought it was almost like, I thought it was cool when he shaved his head and did all the tattoos and shit. But even though Kerry King's hair was thinning, I was like, he was still fucking Kerry King. I didn't give a fuck that he was balding. He was still metal as shit. It didn't matter at all. But saying apparently around the time hell awaits that he came into practice one night wearing a hairpiece and he was ostracized by the band. Well, no shit, dude. If you come in wearing a hairpiece, you're going to be fucking ostracized. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carrie fucking King doesn't need to wear what a goddamn hairpiece. <laughs> I can just see. Can you see Tom asking? He's like, Hey, Gary, what's that hair piece on your head? <laughs> that was a horrible Tom Ryan impression. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that was bad. But thank, thank God, he thanks Satan, and thank God that he shaved his head and tattooed it and made it look all metal. And at least his beard looks badass. But it's like, yeah, leave the fucking hair, dude. It's still metal. He's still Gary King. And the funnest fun fact the demonic growls in the intro of the album say, join us. If you play it backward, the final phase, which is not backward, but is pitch shifted says, welcome back. When we were, we lads, your previous host guest host had an eight track recorder. So we were able to put the tape in, play it backwards and discover it saying, join us long before the YouTubes and the interwebs. That is pre-metal history, mm. brought to you by Eric Mixon. Yes, history. Metal Nerd, 2020, all rights reserved. Yeah, 8-Track, I don't think anybody knows what that is. In case y'all don't know, 8-Track came after vinyl and before the tape cassette. No, so no, no, no. 8-Track no, no, was no, kind no, of no, in the middle. No, not that 8-Track. Not 8-Track no, 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 recorder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about like a Slayer 8-Track. I'm like, wait, <laughs> is that like time travel? <laughs> <laughs> that's why you had that reaction earlier <laughs> probably <laughs> it's all making sense now <laughs> it kind of all comes together doesn't it no an eight track <laughs> recording device where you could put one two three four five six seven eight tracks thank you my name is Matt and I'm a doofus but you could also play a tape backwards 
<laughs> yes. Not to be confused with the 8-track player from the Disco 70s, yes. which Slayer did not exist in because they didn't come about to the 80s. So that was probably you and Russ and Tommy and Tim. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 15-year-old uh, psychedelic adventurers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> adventurers. Errors. Hello 8s was the first album a record company put up to budget put up the budget to release. Shona Mercy was self-financed by the band largely because Tom or I had a good job at a hospital. Yeah, I think he was like a therapist of some sort. No kidding. Respiratory therapy. Yeah. Can you just imagine? It's like, I'm going to need you to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you very much for coming tonight, all right? Oh, okay. This, this blew me away. I couldn't believe this when I heard it. These days, the band considers the production of the album to be quite poor. I guess hell awaits. When asked if they would ever record or remaster it, Tom says, no, that was a snapshot of where we were in our career at the time. Actually, there's another comment he made before. He said, we could, but why ruin it? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is brilliant because yeah. it's like, there's been so many times where like, I'd love to hear like a remixed version of like justice, for example, but then you'd fuck it up. It's not what it was originally. That's right. right. Yeah. 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 It would not sound the same. So it's yeah. like, you can't, you, you just can't do it. So it's like, uh, that's pointless. But then that brings us to the next point, which blows my fucking mind. God hates us all is the band's least favorite album. Yeah. I've heard what? that before. I really yeah. like that one. Too. Yeah. That's a great one. They consider the production of hell awaits to be superior. Nope. nope. I don't know about that. God that, hates us all. It's fucking loud and loud and in your fucking yeah, face. Yeah, that's, that's like the Exorcist Hornet analogy. It's uh, like there's something about that album that just makes you just. Yeah. I, I think any decent vehicle stereo would disagree with yeah. the production value of those two. There you yeah. Go. yeah, I mean they're both badass. I mean, maybe it's just the the artistry pickiness thing. I get that, but it's just they're both fucking killer. It's like how can you say you know? I would say God hates us all is the better production, but. Oh, absolutely! But for Hello Eights at is, that time, it, yeah, yeah. it was light. It was light years ahead of. It was like the same I mean, jump for that from time, all to, If you listen to it now, you can tell that there's. It's yeah. thin. It sounds yeah. thin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, compare. but I mean, if you went back and compared like Show No Mercy to Hello Eights, just oh, yeah. production value yeah. oh, yeah. and song yeah. value, yeah. I think that kind of jumped. The songs were different. And then Rain and Blood. Is like, oh yeah. Well, that's like light years. Well, that's ahead. the Rick Rubinator getting in the mix. Yeah. So. Yeah. And South Durr. of Heaven's even better than Rain and Blood yeah. production was. Yeah. So. Well, that was like they found Rain and Blood and then they like polished it. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Hello Eights and At Dawn They Sleep are still staples in the band Setless Live. That's mm. true. Yes. Um, all of the music and the lyrics were written by Jeff Hanneman and Carrie King. Tom Mariah did not contribute lyrically until the South of Heaven album. Wow. That wow. I did not know. Wow. Yeah. No idea. But I always thought Tom was such a killer front man. Because the way he'd sing that yeah. shit, it's like, dude, how, how, do you have like extra lungs down beneath your lungs? It's like, how do you have enough air power to be able to sing, you know, a paragraph of words and like one measure of music? I don't know how he does it, but he's a fucking genius, isn't he? Mm. So shall we get into the trackuses? He's a blessing for sure. He, he is. is a blessing. Lead growler. Yes. Lead growler. I like that. When's the last time you saw the, the Slayer? The Slayer? For me, it was. It was the. For me, it was a big deal. It was the first show I went to after all that goofy leg shit I had to deal with. Yeah. Was that the 2010 at the? It was 2000. No, that was 2016. Oh, nice. So yeah, that you, were, was, you were on crutches, right? No. Well, I took my crutches with me, but I, I didn't have that device on my leg, so I stood right. for the whole show. Yeah. 
I want to thank Percocet and Jägermeister and any other uh, assorted and various alcohol and drug merchants for that evening. <laughs> yeah, I think we were all at that one, right? That was with Death Angel Where? and Anthrax. Yeah, the one at the Tabernacle. That was a killer fucking show. Yeah. Yeah, we were all at that one. Yeah. I, ca- I carried beer for you up the stairs. God you damn, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Your way up the- damn, I completely forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we, we, were, we were all three standing yeah. in the back Yeah, because that was when Adam got in the pit and got Lost I think he fucked up his glasses. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> but right. that was his first Anthrax show. It was my first Anthrax mine show, too. too. Yeah, yeah and too. that was a killer fucking show. Yeah, so yeah. it was like the whole thing was killer. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, I wish I could go back and like, I wish I'd have seen the last show they did in Atlanta because I did miss that i saw that one yeah, yeah. at lakewood outdoor festival style right? yeah 2018 August. took my daughter to that one how'd she like it loved it Excellent. first metal show loved it absolutely loved first it metal slice. at least she got to see slayer that, that's, that's a fucking yeah. that's a that's a legendary first show to I'll, say uh, i'll always have that cherish <laughs> always yes. cherish that that she can say she got to see slayer it, it there was some sadness Knowing it would be it, you yeah. know, we've seen them many times. I've probably seen them more than anybody. But the fact that she got to see him and yeah. she liked him, loved it, yeah, which absolutely. made a huge difference. Both both of my kids are very familiar with with uh, Slayer. Don't deny the power of Slayer. That's right. That's right. Hell awaits on WDAM Damn Radio. This is the soundtrack to your damnation. Whatever Bill can hit play, it's playing, bitch. Listen for the fade in, the demons, and listen to hear Slay God, Slay God. Super quiet. I found this ultra creepy the first fucking time I heard it when I was younger, and I loved it. gear.
right here. Yes. Now we're Slayer lyrics too. Oh man, just the visual. It's like it almost yeah. made me more interested in hell for some reason. Just <laughs> it made hell appealing. <laughs> well, no, it just it made hell more badass. It's like yeah, you know, which is weird. I mean, only Slayer can do that. Yes, only Slayer can make hell like hell. You know, Bond said hell ain't a bad place to be. Slayer's like it awaits, bro. <laughs> 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 Fucking awaits. <laughs> No, bro. It awaits. I don't know. Slayer's not a bro band. I don't think. No, no bro band. It's like, unless you're like metal bros, but it's like, you know, bro, do you got like the first Slayer, bro? No, bro. That is a lot of words to pack in for a guy that didn't write them. Seems like he would have, I never would have known that. that. That's a lot. I always could never fathom how he could sing like that and play and play and even if he's playing bass even if he's riding e but to keep the coordination because he's still trying to coordinate with what's going on that's that's a lot of work yeah and if you guys don't know go look at the fucking lyrics for hello eights the song and really the whole album but i mean this this is another one of those where lyrics are important yeah Go read the fucking lyrics especially yeah especially all the old slayer stuff oh yeah Yeah. it's very vivid yeah it, it basically, fuck, somebody ought to make like a, maybe I'll do that after my proceeds from my King Diamond Abigail uh, <laughs> royalties. I'll, I'll make like a Slayer cartoon where it's like all about hell and, you know, the undead. And, That's what's so good about, about Rain and Blood is because it's this, like the lyrics are still the same as this, but you can understand them a little bit better. So you can almost kind of go along with them. He's not, he's not, it's not 
even though it's as fast as this, you can still kind of it's, go along it's with them. Crystal so you, clear. Right. It's it's yeah. it's it's almost too clear. Yeah. That and, and like you said, Eric, it just makes it better. Yeah, it's better. It yeah. just makes it better. When yeah. It just it makes the hell better. Well, yeah. when you when you can when you, <laughs> you know can when you can hear hell articulated very <laughs> exactly, specifically, yeah. it's like oh fuck, I didn't know there was all this other stuff about hell. That's that's incredibly. You know, it might kind of suck to be damnated for damnated, except for I was damnated last night. But yeah. you know, if I'm going to be damnated for eternity, I want to be damnated listening to Slayer. I think Slayer is the soundtrack to hell, personally. Kill again. Kill again. No apparent motive. Kill and kill again. Here, like the formation of Slayer yeah. as we know it. play this live. Like on, even on the vocal delivery, yeah. Like the, like the lyrics alone were more intense, but like the delivery, like Tom was starting to kind of get that, like that kind of weird persona, like that batshit crazy. Holy shit, this guy's insane! Which really kind of added to his frontman image, right? Yeah. Yep. And then we go to I think it's at dawn they sleep. That's right. It would be the vampires. 
almost like the really weird harmonies they would get if assume it's super evil. Started Metal Blade. Satan and Hell and Vampires, which is also kind of related to Hell. That was before they started getting into war and stuff. Yeah, this is definitely more eviler. I think the first time I saw something, it was like in a hip parade or a circus, but it was a Metal Blade compilation, and I think I had it, Dawn They Sleep, on it. And that was one of the first times I'd heard about Slayer. Like, I'd always heard that they were darker, because that, that was before I heard at all about Rain and Blood or any of this shit. It was like I read about them and just even just the title At Dawn They Sleep, it's like immediately you know exactly what the fuck they're talking about. Mm -hmm. And it was just like instantly like, that's kind of creepy. I want to hear it. (laughs) It sounds awesome. That's kind of creepy. I want to hear it. Oh my god, this is awesome. Don't cancel the creepy. And then we go to would be Haunting the Chapel, I believe. Yes. I think it's on a bonus version. Bonus. Bonus. Same with this one. Very vivid. Just the title. What was on the original? The Holy Cross! Temple of Life! Oh. The Temple of Death! The Lazo Speak of death. The death of yeah. I don't care. Fuck it. Leave it in. Yeah, you can tell this is a different. Well, it's kind of. I think this was like the next session, sort of after Hell Awaits, yeah. and it kind of. 
But that was one of those that always had that visual imagery too, you know, like haunting the chapel. That the sounds fucked up, you know, like I don't want to see that. Yes. Go check out the haunting the chapel. Fun fact about that one: I think at one point they actually had to have somebody hold Dave Lombardo's drums in place because they would keep sliding. So whenever he was doing double bass, somebody had to hold him in place. Nice. It just sounds like a cool metal story. Yeah. And now we go to. Crazy bit. Right into it. Slayer kind of becoming Slayer. Alright, super progressive section. Ready, gents? Solo's even got more evil after Hellawaits. It's <laughs> a good one. It's almost like Rick Rubin told them when they started doing Hellawaits. It's like, all right, I want you to basically torture your guitars. Absolutely torture them. Like you're trying to rip them to pieces. Shh. Y'all be quiet. <clears throat> <clears throat> Fuck it uh, mouse. Oh. Oh, oh, no. Hold on, I got something in my throat. <coughs> and now we're going to do necrophilia. <laughs> Hold on, excuse me. <coughs> Jesus. Gollum. Sorry. God, that was some loogie. Might have been some COVID shit. I don't know. 
Okay, now I'm better. <laughs> Necrophiliac. Fuck the dead 101. <laughs> Everybody, come on. Good morning. No rubber. No rubber needed. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Talk to us, Tom. Most will bring dead of night. My body stops and rise. In my mind, the horror lives. The feet down deep inside. Relentless loss of a rotting flesh. The dark of who she lies. Even all the Satan trap. I feel that so demise. The two down a dream of life. The soul cannot be free. Not given the doubt. Face the Slayer kind of vibe. Do what? So that kind of almost has like a Metal Storm Face the Slayer from Show No Mercy. It kind of has that longer, more kind of progressive element that they don't have as much anymore. But cuteness. Cuteness. And then after the so good. Death Fucker, <laughs> we have. I believe it is the either Crypts of Eternity. Is that what it is? And then Hardening of the Arteries. In that order, I think. I think so. I've got a theory. You go look on here, I think. Crypts of Eternity.
Endlessly here on Slayer Radio. Chance of evil incantation filled the murky night. Free the devil's knights of hell, unleash a growing fight. Directing power forcibly, the fire of hell's cast. Resurrect the curse of death, a demon from the past. I have seen the dark depths of hell. Is that a dildo attachment? What the fuck is that? Billy, what the fuck is that thing he's looking at there? I had a condom that used to look like that. It's hey, Archie. It's a bullet. I actually like what it goes into next, the little breakdown part before it finishes. Makes all the progressiveness worth it. Because this is super progressive for Slayer. I mean, this is like yeah. multiple movements, and yeah. these are like two or three songs that could have been. And I, I'd like to actually hear like a progressive sounding Slayer album. This next part, though, after the eight hours of song length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is six minutes and 39 seconds of yumminess. I thought it was right after the solo, but then I don't mean the solo goes on forever, but it's like that little part before it goes into the last part of the song. Right here. Fuck 
Yes. You just you can't deny that, man. It's like when you, you hear, when you hear Tom do that shit, it's like, yeah. It speaks to your soul, don't it? Oh, yeah, it, does. it just makes you smile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Puts you in a good mood. You can't not you can't not listen to Slayer and not be in a good mood. Absolutely not. I I defy, I defy anybody to do any different. <laughs> can you listen to Slayer and not smile? I bet you can't. I bet you can't. You can definitely tell they were priest fans in terms of like the two guitar stuff yeah big into that yeah. and i think they kind of almost sort of took some of that proggy priest stuff and kind of inserted it into their music yeah because like that song's got two or three little cool progressive like other parts that could you could almost take those and make other songs you know but and it's cool how they did that i almost kind of would like to hear like what a progressive like a more progressive sounding slayer would sound like if they could figure out a way to marry up like how they did stuff back then with like the more slayer sounding slayer of like the later day like the like the like rain of blood and south of heaven and seasons of the abyss those three are kind of like when you think of slayer that's what it's like a defined well most people think slayer boom those three because that's kind of the big three for them sure but like like we were saying before the first two albums had that different vibe and it's kind of like it's just once they kind of became their real, their sound, it's like this stuff kind of all fell away. Like the screaming stuff, like Tom didn't do that as much on the later mm. stuff. You know, that was kind of more well, the old school. probably couldn't. No, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, you do that over and over. and Well, and you, you know, you, you get older and your balls drop and you can't hit them big nose. Ask Philip H. Anselmo, man. That motherfucker can't do that anymore. <laughs> no, nope. No. Nope. Hey, y'all, this but is Ron. We, we got a new show coming out here down here at the Rib Lounge. Uh, you're going to check it out. It's going to be heavy metal uh, open mic. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to it. Anyway, Millie's going to play a show, too. But down here at the Rib Lounge, I'm Cotlug. Come check us out. If you think about it, the first two kind of sound a little bit the same. Similar. Yeah. yeah. And then Rain and Blood has its own thing. It's its own thing. South yeah. of Heaven is its own thing. Yeah. Seasons is its own thing. Yeah. And then to me, all the other ones kind of went off. Are the same. Are about the same. same. Yeah. Yeah. The, I the see sound that. is yeah. the same. He, his delivery is the same and all the rest of them. Like the sound is, is, is huge in yeah. his face. It's, it's like that block from, um, I guess it's God Aces All. No, the oh, from like um, uh, Divine Intervention. Divine Intervention. Yeah, yeah. From that one to their last one is all about the same. I get that. I mean, I know what you mean because what do with, you mean? With, what do you mean? But with any artist, you you've got that sweet spot. It's it's the same like with Metallica and his first four or five records. It's like as an artist is developing, and they find their voice and who they are. Because like Slayer, those three albums, Rain and Blood, South of Heaven, and Seasons, those three... They sound nothing alike. They yeah. don't, but they're all critically each important to the overall sound of Slayer. Because For sure, yeah. Slayer wouldn't be Slayer without those three records. No. They wouldn't be Slayer without the first two also. But it's something about those three. It's like they took the first two and then they basically said, okay, we found the the magic spot. Now let's enhance that magic spot. And they did that for three more albums with... Rain and Blood, South of Heaven, and Seasons of the Abyss. And you're right. To some extent, the 90s stuff and then the last few decades stuff, it it, it sounds like established Slayer. It's like, all right, we've, yeah. we figured out the formula. This is what we sound like, and boom, the rest of it 
like with ACDC. It's good. I'm yeah. not saying it's not good. No, no, no. I, I like that. it at all. No, it's great. I'm saying a lot. But those three are also the peak of thrash metal. Yeah. That's true. Eighty yeah. six to that whole period. Well, the, that that specifically mid eighties until early ninety. That was that was that the was period. Yeah. So very very important. But I mean those those three albums alone, not even just for Slayer, but for all of Thrash, really, those three albums shaped everything. Yeah. For sure. But you wouldn't have those three albums without Hell Awaits or Show No Mercy. And really I think without Hell Awaits, because Hell Awaits was really the beginning of when Slayer started to find their real sound, because you can start to hear bleedings of like Rain and Blood and like their later song structures in here. Yeah. I was introduced to Rain and Blood by your illustrious producer. Oh, yeah? So I had to go back and get these two, which were great to find, but they're, these two, the two first ones are always lumped together for me. The two first ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain magic with those first two that yeah. that you don't get them anywhere else, but it's something about it. It's like, that. that's just the, that's the good stuff. Very yeah, raw. It's the good. good stuff. It is the good stuff. Because it's like I get a totally different vibe. Like I love all the Slayer shit, but there's something about those first two that are magic. And then the next following three that are all fucking magic. Mm -hmm. All Slayer is magic. Black magic nights. (laughs) But those those first few albums are are critical. Yeah. And then we end here on a uh, promotion for statins. (laughs) It's called Hardening of the Arteries. (laughs) Hi, I'm Tom Mariah. Ask me what I take for my cholesterol. This one has an interesting ending, by the way. finishes and then it goes back into the riff for Hello Waits to kind oh, yeah. of make it like a complete yeah, yeah. loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's backshadowing. That is backshadowing. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> That's such 
to fucking tell you. I know. It's like you could just play an album, an album of that, and that'd be cool. sleep with some of that. It's like, that's my meditation. Just put that on and give me a yoga mat and I'm ready. Good. So good. And what a way to round it out, too. Not only did Slayer have killer intros, but they had, they got to where they had killer ways to wrap up albums at the end. Oh, for sure. Outros. Outros. The outro. And that was our Hell Awaits album dive, which we thoroughly enjoyed. And you got a bit of bonus play in there too, didn't you? That's right. Got a little bit of haunting the chapel on a Sunday. Ain't nobody haunting no chapels around here, mate. Mm, That's good timing. That is good timing. Thank you all for joining us. By the way, our Patreon is coming up, and I think it's activated and i think we're going to have some shit out there and if you guys want to come check it out it is patreon.com slash metal nerdery podcast and if you want more info on this episode and other episodes and perhaps even the patreon episodes for all episodes metal nerdery specific go to metal nerdery.com slash podcast we want to thank you all for joining us Mr. Mixon, we want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Again. And from Billy and Maddie and everyone else here at the Metal Nerdery family, join us. Later. And nerd out. This is Nigel Nigerson, and you're listening to Metal Nerdery. Please follow them on the social media. Uh, They are now on Twitter at Metal Nerdery. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at Metal Nerdery Podcast and search for them out in the Googles at metalnerdery.com slash podcast. This is obvious, Osborne. That guy's British. Isn't it obvious? <laughs> <laughs>